No, 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 fucking rejects it's your girl constance Patton again episode five we made it that's the people in my head clapping uh thanks for tuning back in i got a really exciting really fun one today i sat down with my homeboy rasan oyasaba manning who i've known for probably 10 years you know how you have someone that you see across the room for like 10 years you're like what do they do and I don't know if you're like me, but I definitely was like, oh, he's so cool. You know, I was intimidated. Not like I liked him like that or anything, any of that stuff. It just was, you know, he was like always one of the most interesting people, interesting people in the room. And eventually we ended up working together and, um, you know, becoming friends and we've seen each other try and fail and try and make stuff and keep going and transform and try something else a million times and uh, I really appreciate people like him people that like you that are just out there making stuff just trying I assume most people that listen to this podcast my little radio show here are makers of some sort and maybe you don't make something per se maybe you aren't like a rapper or a writer or photographer or someone that makes something tangible. Maybe you just support the arts. Maybe you just like show up and give support to living artists. That's what's really important too. It's a two-sided thing. Like, um, I think Erica Badu's like, I need your energy. And that's how we are. We're creators. And I know that I, I certainly feed off of, of energy you know, that I get from different people. I'm, I'm inspired by people and inspired by beautiful things and music and religion and the earth and little babies and stuff. They're hilarious. So, and and all this stuff. So anyway, um, before I get into it, we had a fucking tragedy. Um, the homie West coast rapper and entrepreneur, Nipsey Hustle was gunned down in LA right right near where I stay when I go out there right where my family is um yesterday so right now it's April Fools it's April 1st springs is sprung and yeah it's really bittersweet it's it's got a there's a weird energy in the streets and one of my friends was telling me yesterday, like, yo, it's so crazy. Because I hit him up, like, yo, be careful. You know, he's out in L.A. Be careful out there in those streets. Because I'm thinking the cops is out. Like, it's just not good for a black man to be walking around, which is really fucked up to even have to think. But, you know, it's what it is. We are in America, so I hit him up. Yo, be careful. Da-da-da-da. And he says, you know, it's crazy because we are so used to people 
getting shot or all these tragedies happening that I didn't even realize the gravity of it, you know, then um, he was pronounced dead, and then it's like, oh, wait, oh, wait, this shit is real, so I'm kind of, this episode is all kind of late because of that, because I, I just had to stop editing yesterday, I was like, whoa, bums, and not even like, um, it's more than the music, like, yeah, he's a dope musician, all day, writer, uh, his message was like, really positive and on point. But just as a just a positive man, black dude out here in the streets doing something. He got a family, Lauren London. He got a wife, kids, and just um, I know that the the I've been working in LA the last six months, which has been a, a major blessing. My family's out there is is great. I got these wild ass cousins. They're just like me and my <laughs> my sisters and stuff. So, uh, but they take me. You know, they talked about his spot. And there's such a, he, Nipsey Hussle was such a, um, like a cornerstone of such a pride to that community. And my cousin Dana talked about the store and, you know, how just, it has such a positive impact. And that's, that's a shame. That's really a shame that, you know, he was gunned down. So, um, yeah. This is America, though, right? Here we go. But anyway, it kind of makes me like, all right, you just got to do what you are here to do. So for me, like, all right, we got to keep creating. Like, one of the one of the soldiers, people out here making stuff, one of the artists, it fell. And it's up to us to keep it going, keep the culture going. Because he was here, and he affected people in a beautiful way, too, an inspiring way. So uh, blessings to him and his family. You know, I I think that if you want to kind of know what he was really getting into, there's a really great article on Forbes, and it's you can just like get it on the website now, uh, for sure. And I, it came out in February 2019, and it's um, basically talks about how he wanted to launch franchises with uh, the Marathon clothing line. He was getting into real estate, like making major deals on Crenshaw Slauson building a, a mini mall and um pre, you know that that creates jobs and also it's just it creates positivity it creates positivity like you're not talking about it it's one thing to pick up your like your sign and go march yeah sure all day you know but it's also really important to do the work so I'm out here doing the work. This is the work I'm doing. I don't politic, but this is my politics, making shit, spreading love. That's all I want to do with my work is spread love. I want the most people to see it that can. So if if I can make someone smile and uh, keep them going or be some type of inspiration, just like I'm inspired by so many people, like I'm, I'm good. I'm really good. But yeah, that article, it was written by... By Zach O'Malley Greenberg and yeah it's a great article check it out anyway um yeah keep your head up be safe out here y'all let's do this work though get to work get to work get to work you know take your time more and do what you gotta do feel better and then let's do this work we're in this together let's keep this going and I love you I don't even know you but I love you I love all y'all even you even you and you hey mom I love you too um, so yeah, anyway, I'm going to get into this, this episode, which was really great to listen to after all that. I was like stressed out about, um, 
losing a, a soldier. And this episode was really cool because it's just like, all right, we're out here doing work. This is another one of my homies, West Indian man in New York, doing his work, making music. He's a DJ. He's a director. You hear that New York accent? He's a director. <laughs> And a photographer, he's got, he's printed CDs, magazines, really just a dope individual. He's got a voice that's smooth like butter. You'll hear it. You'll hear it. Okay, let's get ready. Let's get into it. Uh, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait. Before I, how could I forget? Scotty Hart, I love you so much. Scotty did uh, my intro song. It's amazing. Thank you so much. You my boo. I love you. And I got some of my homegirls to sing with me. Emily Panic, Leola B, Michelle D, and Just Jewel. They put it down. Um, Michelle played on the keys came up with like a really cool melody to go along with the words I wrote which is like super simple but you know we making stuff and uh and Jewel was on drums it was amazing great experience so I'm gonna put the whole song at the end because fuck it fuck it we out here making stuff so thanks for the support let me know what you think yeah, I don't know. I love you. No, 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 And Oyasaba connects to my work. Oh, great. Okay. Um, how do you spell that? Oyasaba, O-Y-A-S-A-B-A. Okay. So I'll put that. That's like my, my Instagrams and my band name and yeah. website. Okay, good. Oh, yes, I just was like, oh, that's like your name too. It is my actual middle that's name. That's your middle name. Okay, cool. So that is your name name. Mm -hmm. All right, so let me see how this. I have a face for radio. <laughs> All right, thanks for, Rasan, for joining me today on hey, hey. Fucking Rejects. That's right. Fucking Rejects. I'm really happy to have you here. Good to be here. It's so cool. Yeah. We're making stuff. I feel like eye contact is weird. I'm staring at you so hard. Isn't oh. it weird? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because I wonder if you could tell as an audience member that there's eye contact happening. We haven't broke it. I just broke it. I broke it too. I was avoiding it. Now I'm like, I'm, I'm okay with it now. This makes it special. Breaking the fifth wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we're in my studio right now, so. This is dope. Yeah, we're in uh, New York City in Lori's side in the basement. Uh, there used to be a boys' room in here. It's all tile. I need to learn more about this building, but we'll do that another time. Yeah, it's a historic building. They have um, a lot of different galleries. and Actually, there's a theater next door. Mm -hmm. I'm happy they're not there. They're not that good. <laughs> it's like, it's what okay sometimes. Are there musicals? Like? Yeah, it's musicals. It's yeah. musicals. So... Yeah. Children do music? Sometimes. It's a children's theater. But I feel like it's either good or I'm over here like, this is some bootleg-ass Disney. Mm. But, I mean, also, I'm like, yeah, keep going, guys. I'm like, oh, they're acting. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they gotta grow. They gotta grow. You know, I'm just hating. I'm only hating because I'm like, they're, I want to listen to Lil Wayne. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, can hear I was at an audition today, and in one of the other rooms was some musical stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it just was... Grading, but that's you know, it's a personal, 
personal preference. Yeah, I also, yeah, I like going to see musicals. There's some water there if you want it. That's for you. Oh, cool. I'm trying to be pro. It's like, oh, yeah, water for guests. Word. I got coffee and tea and beer. Cupcakes. And cupcakes. Yeah, I'm going to have a beer. I'm going to have a beer in a second, too. Um, yeah, so we're in New York City right now. I'm sitting here with my homie, your son, and we've known each other for a while, actually. And even before we met, we were part of the same scene. Mm-hmm. Just like, um... I just saw you <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, bars, clubs, mm-hmm. you know, parties, rooftops. Yeah, rooftops. All kind of different oh, shit. Oh, man. The boats, like the pan handle. Yes. I've probably seen you on the pan. Yep. The There's fine pan over there. Some uh, really great parties in New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we worked together. We were working together at Vaughn as bartenders. Vaughn, uh, yes. Where I, I bothered you to cover my shifts about every week. Yeah. I was like the king well, I was scooping them up too. Yeah, you would. You always came through. I appreciate it. I you know, it. for sure. I needed it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that was my mom calling me. Like, hey, mom. Hi, mom. I'll call you back, mom. Speaking of which, I got to call my mom. So, mom, when you tune into this, I need you to realize that you're on my mind. I'm going to call you right after we finish. Hey, mom. Hey. Hi, mom. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. We did it. Mom, We're in New York City. Met, right? You met my mom. Before. I don't know if I met your mother. Short dreads. Where would I have met her? Powerful lady. Um, maybe at a show. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. I might have. Maybe. I might have. I want to meet her, though. Yeah. Maybe. For sure. You like some intimate stuff. I'll talk to her. Yeah. Yeah, I love, I love talking to moms. The next generation, boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I want to talk to all types of people, for sure. Yeah. Um, definitely, I think about all the stuff that, you know, as artists, that how hard it is and what we're going through. Mm-hmm. I look at my grandmother. Well, both of them, they're, they passed now RIP, but they were like, they both were artists and they did very different work and mm-hmm. just like so chill. You remember, well, I remember asking or being super stressed about something and they just look at you like, you chill, like yeah. Yeah. I'm 90, you'll be okay. Totally. You're going to have a lot of stuff to go through. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, my mom's is cool. I mean, she she has a lot of she had a lot of different careers as a single mom, and she was always a badass. So, yeah, when when, when you like what you're doing is dropping a rock into this body of water, which is all of us, and it'll ripple out, and you just decide what you want to focus on. Yes. Yeah. 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 The older the older generation. No, they, they need to be heard, too. They do. As I come to think about it. But anyway. Oh, I saw something. Uh, speaking of the old. The old. That's going to peak. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, I, that was me clapping. Oh, okay. I will leave it. So, um, I was on Instagram today, and some, I forget who it was. It was like, I don't want to say like DJ Premier or somebody. Mm-hmm. But they were saying that we need to have contemporary hip-hop because the hip-hop that's on the radio is for kids. And so we need to start a new genre of contemporary hip hop, and I I support that. Yo, <laughs> I have it's, I have an unheard album that could very much fit this brand new. Y'all genre. gotta do it, do I, it. I want to put it out on vinyl yeah. for the for the heads who want. It's very informed by our roots and gangstar jazz music. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were doing this in '97 at Spy. It was, it was oh, a buddy of mine is an amazing keyboard player, worked Q-tip and blah blah, blah. and nobody's ever heard his album. Yeah. 
Well, and I'm about to try and get that shit pressed. You should. Yeah, I agree with... Damn, I don't remember who it is. I, it might have been DJ Premier. I'm going to look that up because that is that is some real shit. Yeah, and I'm like, that's actually true because now I just find myself... You know, I don't even go out anymore, really, because, I mean, after bartending for so long, my, yeah. if I'm at home on a Friday night, like, with a joint rolled and some wine and that's a carryout in my socks, yeah. forget it. Like, yeah. I don't even miss it. I don't even miss the hangovers. I mean, I'll go wild. That's out the too. worst part. I don't. I, I'm still. I got one foot in there, and like at least five of the other toes is getting out. That's of good. That shit. That's the start. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, I just do one night a week, and then I DJ a fair amount, which I don't mind because I really like spending energy trying to make people dance. I love DJs. And that's my goal. I, I um, do that. I really admire DJs and how you guys can work a room because people like um, Charles asked me like I don't know probably just in a moment of desperation like can you come DJ and I'm like <laughs> I'm like what are you talking about <laughs> uh no like I'm not a DJ you know I mean I can like make you a playlist or something but that's a different thing than actually being in a space and watching the room and controlling the room because music is energy so yeah. I yeah. love what you do I love your sets you. they're always amazing you're um a lot of our friends are DJs yes. and I really admire you guys that you can sit there for like six hours or eight hours with People screaming at you and showing probably like your, their phone with yeah. with words on them, you know, some bro or like me bothering you like, oh, you want to do a shot? You know, <laughs> so, um, yeah, cheers to you for sure. And, and the DJs. What's interesting about it, about that particular thing is like when when people come up, depending on where you are and what the circumstances are, like most of the time I DJ, I use vinyl. So I got people coming up, little groups and this, that, and all the way, you know, this little whatever, that little whatever, this big whatever. And they come over and they have these very specific requests. And and, and it's usually contemporary music, like brand new shit that mm -hmm. I don't have on vinyl. It right. doesn't exist on vinyl. No, and it won't. And, and what I found after a lot of my different forms of rejection to those people, mm -hmm. like, like shaking my head, laughing, middle finger, oh, yeah. fuck out of here, you kidding me? I'm hired. They're paying me to curate this moment. Yeah. All this shit. Go chill. Now, what I, now one of the things I put into that that like folder of options is if you have it on vinyl with you right now, Ooh. I might play it. Oh. <laughs> also, that's a very um, polite way to ask a DJ, hey, I have the <laughs> If play you're this? walking into the club with the vinyl, and, and I, I very well may play it. Um, so... Anybody listening? All rejections <laughs> any, are any welcome to be denied, is my other one. Yeah, you you yeah. have the right to be offended, and I have the right to offend you. Yeah. That's what B always says. <laughs> um, cool. So yeah, that's that's dope. So I want to just ask you, like, mm -hmm. um, tell me about where you come from. I am a Caribbean, an Afro Caribbean American. My mother's side is from Cariacou, which is neither Curacao. Or Caracas, and it's the baby island to Grenada, uh, which was invaded by in, during the Reagan regime. Um, and then my father's side is Barbuda, which is neither Bermuda nor Barbados. Oh wow! And is the baby island to Antigua. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So my my two grandmothers are from the big islands, Grenada and Antigua, and then my two grandfathers are from the baby islands, Caracou and Barbuda. My mom was born in Aruba and was brought here as an infant in 1950 
And I was born and raised in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Uh, I love Brooklyn. Yeah, no choice of mine, but I, I, I'm, I'm glad it happened. Y'all are the coolest cats. <laughs> I swear to you. I was like a kid in Detroit, and I listened like Biggie and so like I, yeah. I was like I'm moving to Brooklyn. I didn't even know anything about Brooklyn, but I knew I would move to Brooklyn. And then I showed up, and I was like, oh, okay, yes. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So, um, so you're a musician, and keep. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you do? What do you like to do? Um, I'm, I'm one of them cats that I, I, I've been dealing with since I was a little kid, and as an only child, I think is part of it, where I do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So, like, primarily for me, music is where I begin. Like, I can wake up with a song in my head and then have to spend some time in that following day, if I have it, or, or make it, figuring out what that is. Mm-hmm. So that often is how things start for me. But I also make photographs... I, I'm a director, you know, I, I, I've recently been investigating, like, drawing. I studied architecture, so kind of all You time. did? Yeah, I got a, I have a bachelor's in architecture. What? So many yeah, you know it? No, I just know you as a musician. Yeah, yeah, I went to, uh, yeah. I went to that, that fucking school in New Haven. That's dope. And I got, I got a bachelor of arts in architecture from Yale University. Damn. Yeah. Oh, that's popping. But, and, but that was cool, because that showed me... Or that, that, that definitely entertained my polymathy. You know, like, mm-hmm. architecture is so many different things, if you let it be, that come together. And so, like, for me, when I look at music sometimes, it becomes almost tiles and space is mostly just, like, a sound. And just the way things tie together in terms of, like, a visual and a sound and, or different sounds, in a, it, it, it all, to me, has become this kind of architecture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like building stuff. I do, I do. Like my 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 thesis was a chair, and like, but I love making photographs. Like I'm, just, I'm all over the place. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's. I mean, yeah. that's a really healthy way to to create. It can be. It can be. I kind of I have moments of deep dark questioning of self, and you reminded me of it when we were listening to the previous episode. Yeah. Where it's like, well, what else would I do? And sometimes it's like. Which thing am I going to do? Yeah. Like, right now. Yeah, what am like I going I could reach for the acoustic guitar and figure out that thing that I started last week. Mm-hmm. Or I could go to my sketchbook and figure out that thing. Or I could call this dude and try and sell him a zine that I made last year. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to sell. Or I could call Kareem and be like, oh, I put up one of my photographs in your bar yeah. that I have framed that's sitting in the closet in my house for mm-hmm. no good reason. Like, mm-hmm. so for me... And I get rejected in all the things that I do. So yep. it's interesting and difficult sometimes to make that decision. Like for like my mother, I know, wishes that I had picked one thing. Of course they do. And it will be a lawyer. Right. Or some <laughs> shit like yeah. that. You know, like a doctor, yeah. lawyer. You could have been You could have been a doctor. You're like, oh, I architect. hate blood. She's like, why didn't you? Why didn't you? Right. Yeah. Because the way my brain works, it just never would have worked out. So with architecture, studying architecture, what was that like? It was it was interesting. It, it, it gave me time to organize, to learn how to organize thought and learn how to organize ideas and then also to develop and bring ideas and then defend them. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, you got it. You know, so you show, you, you get an assignment and then like just start digging into it or, or laughing at it or whatever. And then I was the guy who was often very, had very weird ideas that, mm-hmm. that they loved to to try and chop me up and then 
I was pretty good in the moment, like extemporaneously defending myself. Sure. So then I also, I also got some laughs when I was up there, and it was, this, it, was it became a whole thing. Mm-hmm. It became like a an exchange where they kind of knew. By by the time I was into a year or two, they were like, "Oh God, it's this guy again." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As a po- and I had I had classmates who I was very good friends with, had very good times with in the studio, doing late night like yep. charrettes and shit. But like folks who were technically like beyond, yeah, like they were they were mature artist like architecturally or or just like drawing wise or rendering like they were adults. They were like pr- pros mm-hmm. at like eighteen. And I would look at them and be like, holy fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they exist. And then we would go into the room and they would melt and crumble often. It's the same person with all its ability, couldn't defend themselves. And so you start to see some of the relationships between uh, product and presentation yeah. that I don't applaud, but I started to see Yeah. Uh, doing that. But yeah, I really liked it. I really liked getting that challenge and like staying up all night because I'm a night owl. I always have been. Same these. And, like, getting to the thing and no sleep and, and being, like, here it is. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was very cool for me. That's, um, yeah. I like that that you make a difference, like, between having smarts and being, like, this, you know, very intelligent person technically, but then it's actually, um, yeah, how you present it. I worked in robotics for a while. I was, oh, like, shit. yeah, I was, like, real building. When I was at Parsons, I was, like, I took this class called Sculptural Robotics, mm-hmm. and... I don't know if you know Steel Neil, but he's like one of the homies. He'd be at Vaughn and stuff. I see him, bro. You would know him. He's amazing. And I work. He gave me my first kind of gig here as a welder when I first moved here because I studied welding in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And um, he gave me kind of a skill. I was like basically the shop bitch. Like I ba- like that was my title. I swept. Mm-hmm. And but he taught me how to weld. And he was in the shop in Red Hook. And so at Parsons. The guy that ran that shop in Red Hook was one of the, he was teaching a class, so I took the course and mm-hmm. I started doing robotics. And I was kind of like coming in on the um, the building side. I didn't know anything about electricity or any of that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. at all. Like, but there was a kid there that was he was younger, <coughs> and he was a fucking genius. Like, because I think one of the first I went to college later. Like, I studied independently and all this stuff and. I went to college when I was like 27 or 28. Mm. So I must have been like 28, about, I was about 28 because I was almost finished. Mm. And yeah, the, the teacher says like, bring next week, br- build, build something that moves. It was a kinetic class. Right. And so I brought, I made some like rinky dig ass, like it was a wind chime that spins, <laughs> which by, but you got to do it by hand. And uh-huh. he brought like this fork catapult thing that was like some just crazy mechanism. And I was just like, who are you? You know, yeah, and then yeah, it, once yeah. we got into the technical part of it, it was like, oh, this is AC and this is DC. And, and he already understood like all these equations. And I'm sitting there like, whoa, 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 like, where am I? But it was at the same thing. Like you said, he would crumble under pressure because I can, I like talking. I can talk, talk. Listen, I can talk. I can talk. <laughs> you know, like when I was teaching and stuff, I, was, I, could, I would talk for five hours straight. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and bartending. You talk the entire time. And yeah. You meet with all these different people. I, I value that job that I had. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's interesting because what you're doing is kind of like you're presenting all these things. So you're the architect of like all these things. So you have that technical, yes, like you can totally go and be like, I'm going to help build this sculpture for yeah, yeah. Uh, like a homie just did Burning Man. He built this crazy sculpture. You could do that, you know. But it's like, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. I want to do all of it. All of it. A little, I mean, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think my road, 
as a musician, as having my own band, my own projects, and then working with other people and like seeing different kinds of structures and, and machines of, of 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 creativity, basically, I realized that like what I need to do in part for sure that I'm working toward and have done, but I can't really proclaim it. But I did earlier, but I, you know, I'm yeah. going back. Is I'm I'm like a director type. Yeah, I'm a director guy. Like art director. Well, like like I have like a show that I made that I that I directed. I had ten actors that didn't know what the fuck was going on. I brought them into Vaughn and shot this thing down there. Nobody knows it. the show. It's, it's called the shit show. Uh-huh. It's a. I remember a, you were doing something there. Yeah, it was it's a it was like a, a workplace sitcom about working in re, uh, like the, the the hottest celebrity chef owned restaurant bar in Brooklyn. It was, it was like the tagline. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And and that I had done some stuff of my own before that, like all my music videos that I have, I've you know I was like I usually conceiving of this stuff. I'll put links up and also feel free. Yeah, I appreciate I'll put links it. Up, okay. I appreciate it. Go check them out, y'all. YouTube channel. Yeah, we'll plug you. For um, sure. Yeah, and and I just I just found when I'm in the moment of being like the person who's directing the thing because it's my project or it's my idea or it's it's something that. Like, I'm helping to organize. Yeah. That's where my architecture and all these other polymath type of you know, multiple interest things come together. And being, having worked with in restaurants and dealt with strangers all the time, it's like there's a certain education you get in reading people's signs, signals, body language, yeah. intention, what they're retaining, their retention, like, there's so much that we have, that I have learned, let me speak for myself, and I'm sure you agree. Though, Absolutely. Like, that I've learned over the years about people, that telling stories, using and working with other people, and, and having them use me, is something that, that is, is part of the reason why I'm here. And I've been working on that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you did the TV show. Where can it be found? You can find a TV show on my website, my uh, YouTube channel. It's Rossman, which is R H A S, like the first half of my first name, mm-hmm. and then M A N N, which is the first half of my last. Okay. Name. I need to change that to Oyasaba, right? The the YouTube channel, basically. Probably. Yeah. Tell yeah. me about Oyasaba, because I didn't. Know, I just seen. I seen. I know you're Rossman, Rossman, Oyasaba. Right. Those three things I've seen. If, right. I wasn't sure if there was like a one was a music project or mm-hmm. one. Was, how does that work? Well, Oyasaba is my middle name, and it became the name for my production company and my my band, and and basically everything, which is why I should change the YouTube channel. But it it, it was uh, to name that means one who's lost and found and treasured thereafter. One who's lost and found and treasured thereafter. Yeah, and I, I feel like That's I'm beautiful. definitely in the the early stages of the definition of the name. <laughs> yeah, well, you're finding. I've been lost, I've been found, treasured here and there, mm-hmm. but uh, as an overarching kind of uh, thematic or just approach to life, I think that's what I've been operating on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, I th- yeah, I, I think it makes sense Thanks. to use that, especially if that is your name, it's like mm-hmm. literally your name, because I didn't know if you came up with it or yeah, it, it was, sounds dope to me. I was like, yeah. oh, cool. <laughs> My friends are so cool, <laughs> you know? I have a name Four that I want to use. It's yeah. yeah. I have a name that what I is use. It? Um, what is it? It's called it's P Auto, P 
P.Auto, because my family name, so I'm part of a tribe, okay. of the Little River Auto Band in Michigan. It's like northern Michigan. O-T-T-O? Yeah. And so I'm um, Ottawa and Chippewa, which uh-huh. is Iroquois. Uh-huh. That's, my, that's my bloodline. Okay. And, but my family name is Auto. And so I've wanted to use it for years, but I didn't really know how. But I use it, um, kind of the characters that I build, their names are Auto. P. Okay. Auto. My, and my dad's name is, is Patton, his family name. So Patton Auto. P. Auto. And I thought about using that as like a ghost name or a pen name, but I like Constance. It's a very strong name. It's a very strong name. And O-T-T-O is visually pretty intense. It's beautiful. Yeah, and it's weird because my last name is Patton, but when you put P-O-T-T-O, like my last name is P-A-T-T-O-N. So when I put them together and I started using them, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay. I, you know, you have an idea when you're younger and you just sit on it for a while. So now, now that I'm using it now, but for... Uh, specifically the the women that I illustrate, like their mm-hmm. name, they're all me. They're all because yeah. I I think only like maybe two of them I looked at a model, you know, but they're all like from my head. So mm-hmm. that is I really like that. I like naming things. I I never want to have things that are untitled. Like I got a name. You got to name the baby. You know. I you I know. Hate. Um. Oh. Uh. Charles Manson. His legal name is like no name. Really? Yeah, I was listening to a podcast. Uh, he changed his name legally to no, no name. No, that was his name. He was named No Name because his mom was just kind of like out there. And maybe she was like a sex worker. And oh, wow. she... Um, I had no idea. Yeah, I listened that to this. <laughs> I, was, I was driving back from Detroit and I listened to this like four-part episode mm-hmm. from this podcast, last podcast on the left. But, and they do like kind of really super gnarly murder shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's intense. But that one was really good. And they talked about... Real crime? Is it real yeah, it's true crime. Yeah. True crime. And, and kind of like weird shit too. Like they definitely talk about aliens. I'll be turning that shit off. Here, but, <laughs> but, um, but it was really interesting because he, he was named... No, his name was No Name. She didn't name him. So his, his illegal name was No Name. And so I'm like, well, yeah. And he turned out to be a fucking sociopath. Like he was wild. You listen to his story. Psycho he was wild. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... He, well, he was just like left just left to be and he didn't have anyone really that cared about him at all and and his he, he wasn't even named and he turned yeah he turned he turned this shit out <laughs> he turned this shit out God damn so it. name this shit I'm like yeah. you gotta name your shit oh, call it something my mom named me Constance um cause she met some woman who she had a friend named Constance and she liked the name and my mm-hmm. mom was young and I'm always like damn you named your kid Constance you're like 19 years name. old thank you yeah, yeah Oyasaba is great and I like to name stuff too. I realize I found, I find pleasure in uh, boiling things down. Yeah. 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 Like, what are you gonna call it though? Yeah. I have a cat. Her name is Sage. That's not her name anymore. It's just Kitty. Right. It's like Kitty. Uh huh. That's the only thing that she'll come spell, to. You can spell that too, like. Yeah, like, that's her name. It's Kitty. Yeah, yeah. Like, this. If I call her Sage, she like does not even it doesn't <laughs> register or anything but if i'm like kitty she comes she knows that i'm, I'm calling her right, so right, i'm like right. okay that's your name now it's kitty that's her real name that's her real name i'm like i got sage in the documents if i take you to i can't even she won't let me touch her i can't even get her in if she gets sick she's just gonna have to die in that motherfucker because I heard it in the other one. You were like, yeah, my cat don't like me. She's a rescue. <laughs> <laughs> I got her. Okay, so I had two cats, Stevie and Clarence. Ooh. They were my motherfucking booze. I got, Stevie was like my best friend. Clarence was like the family cat that was just, he was mean and kind of racist. Like, 
He was this little white guy. <laughs> <laughs> he hated everything we did. If we were drinking, we played music while he like would storm off. And the black cat would just be like, yo, get mm-hmm. up here. If there was a crew of people there, he'd come in the room. And um, if you're smoking weed, he'll like come up to you. You know, the white cat's like, you guys <laughs> suck. You know, <laughs> he was such a dick. So, but they died. And so, um, like, you know, in Brooklyn, I started getting mice in my apartment because I always had cats. I didn't know about mice that I didn't think about it. And then uh, I was like, oh, I actually have to get another cat. So I got this cat um, from uh, Rescue, whatever. And she was in a box. Like, the woman that had her before me had her in a cage with her shit box in there and the food box in there with, like, a towel on the top. So she was isolated. And, yeah, it was really messed up. So I went to go see her, and I'm like, do you let her out? And they're like, well, she comes down sometimes. So when I got her, she hit for, like, three months. Wow. And I hit, I was calling my friends like, yo, I don't even know what to do. Then I'm like, I sh- maybe I'll get rid of her. Then I'm like, no, I can't get rid of her because she's. it's going to start. The process for her is going to start again. Yeah. So she's now, she. I guess she's starting to like me some, but I think she ain't feeling no people. Mm. You know, because we've been putting she's her in boxes and stuff. Beginning. She's had a bad beginning. But oh, I'm happy smart. now that she comes out and she's. If I I can like if I reach for her she'll run but if she mm-hmm. comes up to me she'll be like oh this is cool yeah so yeah my my kitty saves but I ain't got no mice well, so she can I stay mean, <laughs> I don't like cats you know in general but if for some reason we ended up like in a country house I'll definitely have a cat help manage the situation oh yeah yeah I guess but like apartment cat with Man, the thing and the thing and, it's a bummer. You know, yeah. I get a broom there. I keep. I'm like obsessed with it now. I'm obsessed with her shit. It's terrible. Well, you so got you got to get involved. You got to keep it. You can keep it going. Yeah, I'm like, do you? You shit again? Damn, girl! I'm like, you pee again? I just scooped it. <laughs> just fuck? Scooped. But I can't handle that smell. But they've come a long way, so it's, she can yeah. stay. She can cool. stay, and cool. she 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 gets on my art and stuff. Like, she climbs up on wherever I'm making art. She'll climb up there, and my my I have a, my studio now. So and for I, attention from. I think like she likes I feel like she's showing me attention or love in that way because she also rubs her body on my dirty clothes. Mm. Like like rubs. Like rubs her body and I mean, it's okay. creepy. And so now she gets on my work, so I think she's she's just like, Hey girl, this mm-hmm. is, I like you but I don't want you to touch me. Right. <laughs> but right. I'll touch your shit. Yeah. There are limits. I'm gonna touch all your shit. Right. All your stuff. You can pick up my shit, you know? Yep. So, um, I don't know. But it works though. Yeah. I, I I don't know. She's fine. I don't really like cats that much. <laughs> I don't really like no animals. But it's yeah. a necessity for me in you know, in my life. I can't for sure, for sure. can't handle those mice. So no. I'm gonna get a little shop cat up in here or something. I'd yeah. like a dog, but you know, I'm not doing that to a dog. I, my place is, is large. Relative to apartments, but not for no, not for a dog. Oh, I don't want no dog. I want a I, dog. I like dogs, but I want a dog like Paris Hilton styles, where you oh, can just little, little throw it in a bag. Purse. And it dies in four years. Like no purse dog. Yeah. No <laughs> like, commitment. They're like very all little food. As fuck. Yeah, they don't eat. But yeah. also, I'm like liver failure. Yeah, like three years old. Boom. Just a tumor. <laughs> take that little motherfucker out. Actually, they're born as basically tumors waiting to happen. Yeah, like my my because they're so inbred. Yeah, yep. those they don't they don't last long. Like bulldogs Pugs can't breathe. Pugs or fuck French bull all they yeah. breathing hard. <sighs> yeah, I'm like give me one of them. Throw it in a bag. Like 
throw it in my backpack and take it to LA. See, but then the thing is, like, I don't want to go take no walks outside. I'm not trying mm. to go outside and take a walk for no fucking dog. I'm very stupid to catch it. Like, I don't even, I'll be so mad. Like, it was snowing. The first episode I, I, mm. I um, that I recorded, I was like, man, what about a dog right now? I have to go outside in the snow for yep. real? Nah. Yep. Chill. That's why I need. I'm, I see all the animals tied to this fantasy or dream of property, like yeah, this urban animal interaction thing. I don't get it. It's and fucked even up. Even on this block, there's oh, like it smells like pee. So many it's people so with gross. dogs on this. I was waiting for you outside. It's like I saw yeah. about thirty dogs. Yeah, it's, it's gross. It's really gross. 30, 30 dogs. Yeah, yeah, and there. I live. I mean, I don't live here, but. There's like a, um, a older people residence right mm-hmm. here, and I swear they all got dogs. They all got tiny little right. chihuahuas. Little, uh, what is it? Service dogs. Uh huh. A lot of service dogs. Yeah, no, fuck all that noise. Yep. No, I'm just gonna make, I'll just draw a dog. Just, <laughs> just like draw a bunch of animals and sculpt one. Yeah. Make a robot. So, um, so what are you working on now? What am I working on now? That's a good question. I just finished, uh, my fifth album. Nice. And I really, my fifth Oyasaba album. Thank you. And I I definitely want to uh, make uh, records, vinyl, out of it. So I've been sort of checking out all the different specs in the the new vinyl houses. And like some of this, one in Detroit actually got recommended to me yesterday. I have some friends out there. Yeah, yeah, I got friends that are over there. Yeah. Like yeah, we need to talk those? about that. We need yeah. to talk about that. Cause I, yeah, I, they have a press over there. It's psychedelic. They, you know the Archer folks? I don't or, know, you know them personally, but I know the space, yeah. Oh, man, yeah, we got to talk. Because Oyasaba, I call the flapper sound. Because what I realize about the music is that it brings together all the kind of stuff I was listening to and, and being exposed to as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom would be in the crib with, like, Gloria Gaynor, Chaka Khan, Stevie Wonder, Bill Withers. <laughs> Isaac, she's a big Isaac Hayes fan. Uh, very romantic. He's a sexy motherfucker. Yes. Um, yes. And Barry White and all these mm-hmm. cats. And so I would be in there with her, and she knew all the lyrics to every song that was on the radio, BLS. Not like, my mom was dancing around. I love BLS. Yeah. Yeah. I, BLS had, I got a BLS pin from, you know. Oh, so yeah, like, they're the jam. So yeah. I would hear that. And then under us, there was this jazz trumpet player that would play every day. And so... There were certain years where he would play the same song every day for like a year, two mm-hmm. years. Janet Jackson. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, Let's Wait a While. Every day? Every day for like two years. Okay. So when you hear that and you hear moms with, with you know, I'm every woman. You got that do boop downstairs. And then you got cars passing by with whatever the hip hop was happening that was on Kiss or whatever. Right. Yeah. Hot 97 was later. They're driving by. Then you got the cats fixing their cars on the sidewalk. Yeah. Who are listening to salsa and merengue? So this shit. is on Flatbush Ave. This is on 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 near Beverly Road in Flatbush. Oh yeah, yeah, right? totally, yeah. So as a kid, I realized that I'm there alone, doing whatever I'm doing, learning how to play drums, and I'm hearing simultaneously on any given day. <laughs> Five different kinds of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and all the time. Screaming. But but I'm yeah. not blocking it out. Uh-huh. I'm listening to it in retrospect. I'm listening to it and finding moments where like the shit is in confluence. Like yeah. the beat lines up or right. the bass from this the merengue sausage jam 
or the or the dub reggae shit is lined up with the the, the slow the fucking ballad that I'm listening to in the crib with moms, yeah. and then homeboy's horn pierces through a moment and totally shatters it. You know, like so that's why I call it the flap of sound. I that's just finished my fifth record, and I think it's maybe psychedelic dance music. Okay. I don't know what else to call All it. Right. So I, that's I that's like one that. thing. That's one thing. Yeah. Do you want a beer? I'm gonna get a yes. Beer. Yes. Um, then I got a photo project called Behind the Stick, where I, I spent, even at Vaughn, I was taking pictures, but I spent like right, I eight, eight, ten years, uh, taking pictures while working as a bartender Cheers. and a DJ. Cheers. Thanks nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Mm, thanks for coming. Welcome. Yeah, this is dope. And, um, and so I made a bunch of big prints of that work, and then I have a bunch of newspaper zines that have uh, like 120 pictures in them. You made the zine? That's what I want I to have, do. I have one here That's for what you. I'm going to do next. We should work on one together. I, I'm, I already, totally I'm like ready. I'm like, I want to put a zine out. That is the raddest. I got one right here for you. Yeah, let I'll me, put that up too. Let me rustle it for the, for the audio. Snick <laughs> snack, eat a little food. Exactly. A little ass. Almost, almost like a little bit. The, the fruit, <laughs> fruit shoe leather thing. You won't. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna, can I open it? Check it out. This is so I have those, and I'm I'm looking for outlets for that for that particular. This is product. amazing. Thank you. You made this? Well, I mean, I had it made it in, in by this place called Linko, which is an amazing this place. This is fucking amazing. <gasps> oh my god! It's Excuse so me. high tech. Sticker. Oh my bad. Well, it's sticker. This is beautiful. It's a black and white. Will you explain what this is? Since it's, um, it's not audio, we don't have visual component just yeah, yet. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it's a compendium. It's a bunch of pictures I took while working, and it starts off in a way like with the people who I was also working with, and then moves into like some pretty typical reactions to the the camera in a bar. Sure. And then after a Tins while, out. people started to get comfortable, or or just like blanked me out because I started doing it so much. Yeah. And I started to get some intimate moments which come later on like Zoo. Yeah, this is great. Big Boy Chris and stuff. Are these your friends? Um, I don't know everyone but I know most of those people. Friends? Not all. I've well, I, w- I use that loosely. Yeah. I use that like I New know, York style. I, I don't know all of those is people. Is this dude stitch up? What happened to his head? He was coming to meet me to see Straight out of Compton at, at Union Square Cinemas and came rushing late. I was saving a seat in, in like Way up toward the front, because he's mm-hmm. a front row dude. I hate the front row. Oh, my God. I hate the front row. And he fucking came in and was late and r- grabbed the door at Union Square mm-hmm. so fast. And it was lighter than he thought. It was a glass door, but it was light on, like, a speed hinge. And it popped him right in the fucking forehead. Oh. He ran in and was, like, rubbing it like, shit, oh, I still no, got no. to get a ticket and didn't oh, realize. No. So he's got blood everywhere. Yeah, and he walks up to the counter, and they're like, they're like, they're screaming, screaming at this motherfucker. Oh my god! And so he ended up not texting me. What is a little sweat? Yeah, not texting me, not seeing the movie, and I'm holding a seat in a sold out, straight out of Compton, and And everybody's mad at you. Everyone hates me. (laughs) Yeah, but that's that dude. What's up? What's his name? Uh, Adam Gregory De Palma. What's up, Adam? He's a fantastic painter. You. Are a fucking G. This is some straight up and a stellar uh, bartender. Oh yeah, we're uh, we can go get a drink from. There are some great bars in New York City. I swear mm. to God, that's why I don't go out no more. Yeah, I can't. I I, I, <laughs> I don't go out nearly as much as I used to, and I'm okay with that. 
So what? Yeah, this is this is dope. This is a okay. really great documentary of uh, New York City through photographs. It's beautiful. And part of, part of the thing I realized with this, with looking back over so many years of bartending and stuff, is that a lot of people who are in that are not around anymore because they got right. priced out. Yeah. So you got oh, people, wild men. Yeah. So Aww. you got people who come in as gentrifiers and then get gentrified. They're the first wave. First wave. That's how that shit works. First is the uh, in every every yeah. neighborhood in New York. Yeah. First is like um, the people that move there for space because it's cheap and mm-hmm. then, you know black people litter, and then Soho. Um, yeah Soho. Soho yeah, and then they get kicked out by the yuppies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've seen that cycle everywhere. Greenpoint, Childrensburg. Oh my god, I'm um I've been in housing court for uh, about about ten years. And with this now, this new landlord, them motherfuckers, like, they send people to fuck my shit up. And what it's, kind of building is it? It's a rent stabilized building. It's a four-story walk-up, mm-hmm. and I live on the second floor. Mm-hmm. We used to have an apple tree next door. Two apple trees. We, I would reach out my bathroom window, grab apples. There was a peach tree in the back. What? We had barbecue pits. I had, like, wild gardens. And now they, build, they put this giant fucking monstrosity up. It's the most violent time right now. It's, um... They put up, what, another building? They're putting up now, so I'm actually gonna... I have the front of the building, because there was no nothing next to me for years. Um, at the front and then the side windows, and so my kitchen and my, my bathroom are, are being covered by this building. It's oh, the illest man. thing. It makes me very sad. Um... That's, that's out in Red Hook, right? In Red Hook, Brooklyn, yeah. yep. And I, I live, uh... Near where they make cherries, where they where they make the uh, maraschino cherries. Oh yeah, yeah that's nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I live. Wow. <laughs> it's just like, oh look at me. I mean, uh, Miyoko. <laughs> and you're in there. I am. Yeah, I you, didn't want to ask. You, I was waiting for you to see it. I, I, don't I, I blew ask. it. I blew it. I don't want to ask. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a show at Max Fish tonight too, and there's a picture mm-hmm. of uh, oh Jason Campbell. He's in there, and uh, some other people. I'm not sure, but. Okay. There's a picture of like Malik or I think it's Quinn holding me up, like carrying oh, me like a bride, but like on the last day of Max Fish. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I love this photo. You know where that is? This is. That's a random night in a place that no longer exists. Oh, look at Baron. He looks so fucking handsome and young. Look how you looking at me, Matt. Is he wearing a beret? That nigga is so busy. <laughs> He's wearing a beret. This is the dress that I was wearing for that audition. Mm-hmm. But I put like, uh, that's Ken Avenue. That was outside. Oh, of, this is in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, that's outside of BPM. Oh yeah, this is so dope. Oh my god, me and him must have first met. That was early, right? Yeah, this is early in the game because I've known his ass for ten years now. No, for like eight years. There you go. That's amazing. I, I feel honored to be in, it, and I feel honored to be in the back. <laughs> well, that's when it starts to get good. Like so oh, you know these you know these girls, that's Bianca and Hunger. Oh my god, BB. Oh my god, Ari. Ari these Ari. are my like homegirls. They're taller than me. They're and, the best. Yeah, they're I call them they're the, the most Amazon. Beautiful, they're crazy Amazon. So and they're so funny. And they're funny and they're talented. BB's a poet. She's gonna be on here. I wanted her to, to be on this podcast with me. Oh for sure, for sure. She will be here. That's my no, you have to. And her voice and her energy, forget She's it. She's adorable. Like me, I probably put people to sleep, but she will have them She's fired so up. Funny. No, you good. Um they're really weird. So they're sisters. They're super they're, weird. uh yeah. They're um they're Dominican and and Ari's Greek though. Like her yes, dad's she's Greek. She's half Greek. Yeah. And their mothers are twins. 
So they look like twins. So I'm always yep. like, y'all are twins. Whenever we hang out, if I'm wearing my flats and they're wearing heels, I get so pissed and then vice versa. <laughs> like whoever has on flats yeah, yeah. is completely Because you're mad. used to being the tallest everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's right now I have a hurt foot so I'm wearing these like Adidas. I mean, these are uh, Reebok classics. Okay. So. Comfy. They're comfy, but I've been figuring out how tall I'm not. Because I'm used to, like, towering over everyone because I'm wearing, like, stacked heels. You're not how tall I'm not. Yeah, and I, I was out, and I was hanging out with, uh, for the opening at the gallery, the Bishop Gallery for Baron's show, and mm-hmm. uh, his friend Dwayne was there. He was standing next to me, and I was like, oh, my God, we're the same height. I'm just used to being <laughs> taller than all y'all, but I was like, he's pretty tall. And I was like, yeah, he's tall. Yes, you're not You're not that tall. Not like, that oh, my like, damn it. This is gorgeous. Oh, See? and check this out, though, too. This is something that you didn't know was there either. Your name is in here somewhere. Oh, my gosh. Like everybody who I could figure <laughs> out who they were. All right. It. I'm published again. And you know what's crazy? Andrew Lockhart, who helped me get shows. Oh, he did? Yeah. By mistake, he's in here twice. And he has been the most supportive person of this project of anybody that, should be. that I know. And he's in there by mistake twice. Yeah. He's, so that was uh, some weird kismet shit. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's really great. Um, and that's the kid with the scar again. Oh, okay. He covered it up. Yeah, we were the Wednesday night crew, and that was y'all look. Um, so was this Halloween? Why y'all showed out? That's how you know. It was just a random you guys Wednesday. Guys are so handsome and tatted. I love New York City. Oh my god. Yeah, I love friend, punk rock. Ari, you, you know Ari? She used uh-uh. to work at um at uh Output. Maybe if I if I see her. Yeah, yeah I know a lot. She of knows Honey like, Child and shit. Oh yeah, I probably I probably she used to she's work part of the crew. Child. This is amazing. Yeah, she took. That's the only picture that I didn't take, and I, that's just a dope one. Wow, this is amazing. So I'm gonna put some photos of this up on the um, Thank you. Instagram yeah. and on the website and all that stuff. This is so great. So you're doing the zine. So that's the thing I'm trying to deal with that I made mm-hmm. and I'm happy about, but I need to figure out more and interesting ways to share. Yeah. What do you want? To, how do you think you're gonna do it? Have you well, sent it out or anything, or just um, independent? I, I I have so many things going on that like my research has come sporadically in like zine fairs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna be at IABF hopefully this September International Art and Book Fair or okay. Art Book Fair. Is that the one that happens in Queens? I'm not sure, I'm not sure where it is. It's They're, not oh. the one at PS One. It's right. It's a different, a slightly different vibe, but a similar idea okay. that it's not just art books, but it's art and books. Okay. And again, Andrew's involved, and he might he might be pulling me in, and also uh, Andrew, you gotta come on wife. here. Oh, you gotta get him on here. Yeah, you just gotta keep He's him a focused. Motherfucking riot. You it's gonna be focused. the most disjointed. I ain't keeping him shit. I I'm mean, gonna just, let him just talk. Put it, take his phone away, that, and then you, yeah, I'll you'll, take his phone away. Get some <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like that, for that, that's something that I have, and actually, as it ages, it's it's not a problem. Like okay. I'm not worried about it. I have uh, plenty of them. So what I'm planning to do, to, to go back to earlier, sure. is like the album I just finished. I want to take what I learned touring with this very well-known band um, throughout the United States, Jay-Z, Japan, Beyonce? Europe. Who was it? No, uh, it's, it's a, an indie art rock band called Deer Hunter. And oh I, yeah, I know that. That shit was amazing. They're so good. I had so much fun. That's and I amazing. learned a lot. I learned a lot. That's a win. But yeah, are we talking rejection? No, no, no. Okay. Rejections wins. Like, we'll get, that we'll shit, get back. Yeah. We can get back to... There's a rejection element of that experience. I mean, because for me, it's like those things, like that after. win, it, it happens after trying and, and trying of, trying this and like trying this and trying this. Massive learning experience. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I want to get this band of mine out of New York City, and I have mad merch. I've been making products. Yeah. I have products. That's a good way to make money. Yeah. Um, and I... 
I, I see and saw with them when I was on the road, like, mad merch was moving. Yeah. You know, people come to shows, and this uh, only other thing that might be smarter is, uh, is making turntables because people are buying vinyl. They are, yeah. You know, and it's, it has a, it's having a renaissance, and, like, there are people scrambling to find and salvage vinyl mm -hmm. presses mm -hmm. because everyone is amazed and shocked that post-CDs... And then post Napster, post now Spoojify, we, um, people motherfucking still want a fucking record. Yeah, it's nice to hold in your hand. Well, cause Actual it's, object. It's like sucks because like I have, uh, I use iTunes, which I actually really like iTunes. I like it. Um, There's another product. I'm oh. listening. Um, but that's a, that's. This is beautiful. This is a CD. This is an old school CD, kids. With uh, an insert. I want you to look at the insert. Oh. When you get a minute. Okay. Don't have to be right. No, that's cool. We can look at it now. Fuck it. <clears throat> um, so that's another merch piece, but that'll be a little harder to move because it's such a. Well, it's it's like you know I travel a lot and I have my yeah. iTunes so I can listen to well because all first of all I don't even know how to use any of the other platforms. Right. I just I haven't had iTunes for a long time, and I like Beats One because I actually find a lot of my new music on there. Excuse me, mm -hmm. damn, I'm burping. My bad. A little bear, a little, a little bear. burp. Um, I like it because I find new music on it. So I listen mm -hmm. to Frank Ocean's radio. I want to be friends with him so bad. We're going to be friends one day. I love him. Nice. He's my favorite artist all right now. Okay. Like across the board. But, um, but the only thing with that is like, I can hear all this rad music, but when I get on a flight, I got to have that shit downloaded to my phone. Right. right you don't really right. You own, don't it. own it. Even for some of the stuff I, I purchased, you know, like I bought Frank you Ocean. You still need internet Yeah. Access. I bought like Beyonce's album. I bought, um... And you can't stream it in the thing? On the you can order? stream it, but you have to make sure it's, like, downloaded or right, something. Right, right, taking up space. And sometimes it, it's not. It's like, I'll, I'm going to open up the CD real quick. Yeah, yeah, and it'll play for, like, 30 seconds and then stop or some shit. Yeah, and yeah. so... That's annoying. Yeah, I have all these, it's like... A different way of, of interacting. Is, I'm opening up the CD, y'all. More crinkly so, shit. Yeah. I got mad... Um, mad ASMR inducer. But, but, yeah, it's like... I know I made playlists like I have a playlist for California that I listen to that puts me in my vibe for that like getting my shit hyped up and then I have a New York playlist I have a playlist that I'm like when I'm on my emo shit I'm just like radio head down mm -hmm. Bjork and stuff but I can't listen to it when I'm traveling unless it's all downloads so then you're like yeah. already trying to run to the airport and like pack your shit and like Oh God! I'm gonna, right, and you, you know, need your soundtrack. Your, and yeah. you get on a plane. I'm like, shit, nothing's downloaded. You yeah, know, but it's like back day. in the day, you just had some CDs, and tapes, and shit. So your tapes, like you're good. You can listen to your whole shit. Like you, no. actually, you actually owned it. Yeah. So this is a CD, and wow, it's so clean. I just opened it up, and it's got a beautiful book in it with photographs and the lyrics. Oh whoa! So tell me about this, please. This is dope. That was my thank you. That was my second record. It's called Afro Centaur, and uh, old friend of mine, Tyrone, and I went around and took a bunch of pictures that connected to a movie, which I, he also was the DP for. That was this is the soundtrack of. It so looks like a, a, uh, it looks like a comic book. That was the inspiration. Yeah. It's like it's like a noir, but in color. Totally. Sure. Yeah, this is movie and that's as what fun. the movie's supposed to be. And I have the movies all in a can. I just haven't had the time or the money to cut that 
bad boy, and time is flying. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to look at that footage and when I get to it and see myself mad younger. It's dope. It's no a, grays. Yeah. Like, no grays. You got grays gray hair? Me? <laughs> What's a gray hair? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you, uh, you look wise. Pretty friggin' gray under there. You're pretty wise looking. Yeah, these, this is beautiful. I'll take it. Thank so, um, so how many, you have five albums? You just finished I the, finished the, the fifth, one? which has not been released yet. The, uh, the other four are up on the platforms. Okay. They're up on uh, Sp- uh, Sp- Spotify and iTunes and Apple Chooses. You can find my podcast on all those platforms. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, no, Spotify. Fucking just, rejects everywhere. Fucking rejects, rejects everywhere. I was like, yo, how are you going to How are you going to reject me? fucking rejects, son? I literally wrote them an email like, uh, hi guys, I'm... <laughs> Are you gonna reject I was like, can you like maybe read the description? But they just put me on Spotify right now, so shout oh, out, cool. to, shout out cool, to Spotify. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah. So was it hard making these records? Yeah, I mean those things. Just, I mean, not. It, it was hard in terms of uh, finishing them, but like the the making of the songs and like or playing live shows that these were based on the like the the performance. You know, that stuff is the the fun part. Mm-hmm. Locking down the, the creation of this stuff, like that picture of you and Baron, mm-hmm. y'all were outside of BPM where I made this record with my boy Ta- Takuya Nakamura, who's my right hand man mm-hmm. and, and my left hand man. He's both, and, and um, he and I made this, and he had a headache for like two years, like a stress-induced oh, PTSD kind of like headache, um, and. We were working through that as a as a pair in this crazy uh, DIY space. Okay. Right where that picture was. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So that was hard because he was suffering, and we were we were doing it with no money, just in the middle of the winter, like next to a space heater, mixing this shit, making it happen. Just because there was like this, you have that drive to get the shit done. Yeah. yeah. So, um, how do you do that? So I make I started actually making my own merchandise, doing mm-hmm. my own shirts and stuff. Right on. And, uh, which was really great. Like, that was a really great experience to see your art living on somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard. Like, it's hard in the beginning, especially because I had no fucking money at all. And I stopped bartending, so I was, like, broke as fuck. And how do you pull that off? Like, how do you pull off getting four records done or just getting five records done? And I don't know your finances, but if you grew up in Flatbush, I'm assuming you ain't, like, a millionaire. You might be one of them mm-hmm. trust no. fans. No, I'm for, uh, actually, fortunately, I'm not. Yeah. Because if I was, I don't think, well, I wouldn't be who I am, so I ain't going back. Um, yeah. No, I don't have a lot of money. I, I, I work hard in uh, various things. Like, sometimes I, like I was saying before, I DJ here and there, I bartend mm-hmm. here and there. I, uh, I try and work with other people and get paid. I used to do a lot of production work. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been a... Like a PA? A PA. I've been an electrician up on an A-frame with a speed wrench, mm-hmm. focusing on 1K with an LD, looking at his plot, screaming at me about barn doors on some Mercedes-Benz at Fashion Week. Right. But all Lighting a car. Yeah. So that I could go and, like, make music. Make your shit. You know, so I've done that. I, I was a teacher for seven years with kids who were locked up, like... I did that until it fucking tore me to shreds. And I, I remember, to yeah, because I remember when I first uh, met you, well, about the time that we first started actually talking, because we've been in the same spaces yeah, yeah, yeah. for a while, and um, you were working with a, a mural organization, mm-hmm. doing stuff. And I was teaching. working with um, Dream Yard. Dream Yard. Dream Yard. 
<clears throat> I don't know how they're doing now. I hope they're doing well. I hope they're still doing good work. Uh -huh. But I had ended up uh, working with them beyond my burnout in, in the situation of working with kids who were locked up. But that was around when we met. Mm -hmm. And I basically, in the 90s, I worked in a lot of the production stuff. And then early 2000s, I was teaching. And then I, uh, then I had my own like contracting business. And my biggest job ended up being my last job because it went way over time. And then I lost all the, like, I was supposed to clear some number in the tens of thousands and I ended up clearing zero. Mm -hmm. And then having to make money immediately, which drew me back into the restaurant, bar, mm -hmm. DJ nightlife situation. And that has been on a run now for several years, interspliced with all kinds yeah, of Yeah, that's, that's what it was, yeah, because you weren't part of the... The I had probably just stopped doing it around when I was working at Vaughn for mm -hmm. the first time. Yeah, uh, yeah, because you were coming probably back. started talking more when we were working there. And yeah. that was like 10 years ago. Yeah, that was 10 years ago. Oh. Yeah, I love Vaughn so much. Yeah. That place Nexus. really changed my life. I met all these great creators. And the first time I went there... Um, that place is dope. So still. Dope. It just still is. And people be like, oh, it's not like the old bond. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Just it's don't still go on good. The yeah, also, don't go. Who goes out on Saturday with don't these? Don't go there. Yeah, it's like going on a Tuesday, pull up on a Thursday. Exactly. You know, you might pull up on a Sunday or something. And it's really, that. really Follow cool. That. But when I went there, it was like, uh, I worked at Joe's Pub mm -hmm. and I was bartending. Like, oh, I love service bar, you know, just banging oh, out really? drinks, <laughs> just yes. banging out drinks, talking to nobody. And then after work, we would go out, and we went to Vaughn once. And I was like, what the fuck is this place? Because it was every... You might have been there. It was like all these types of people, old people. It was like a motherfucker that looked like Einstein that used to be there. <laughs> yeah. you, I don't know if you remember him, but he's like the white hair. And there was... Um, <coughs> Kareem was behind the bar. His dreadlocks were to his knees. Mm -hmm. And there was the Russian girl, Christina. She was oh, gorgeous God. as fuck. And then Wax and just this whole amazing mm -hmm. crew. And I was like, who are these people? I want to work it's like here. The Avenger, nightlife Avengers. Straight up. And they yeah. were so kind to me. And I'm like this kid from Detroit. Just mm -hmm. like, oh, I want to be with the Gold Cans. I don't know. I didn't know about anyone. That place. And, yeah. Very important spot. It's, it's amazing it's still around. Like, it is. 25 years later. 25 years. Yeah. No joke. Charles is, he, he's a, he's the owner. He's like a family business. He's a face of wine for sure. He yeah. keeps it going. People come there because of him. Yep. He shows up. Like, he brought a case of wine to the show this week. I was like, we're thinking of the show. And I was like, oh, God, wine. Like, That's booze. Dope. And I called Charles like, hey, do you know, can you suggest a place where I can just go and get a case of wine for 120 bucks? And he was like, yo, I got I got wine. Pulls up with exactly a case. That. In his big-ass truck? Fine wine. Yeah, fine wine. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, in a... I was like, okay, man. I, I love him so much. Like, he, I called him once, like, we got to hang an art show <laughs> tomorrow. Right. And he was He'll like, show up. yeah, he was like, and he, it was like, he couldn't show up because he had his kid. But then he sent like three people that were professional um, art handlers that called me and were like, hey, do you. Yeah. He's a real, he's a real cat. He's yeah, real an artist. Cat. Yeah, he's an artist and he runs a bar over there, he does amazing work. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy that I met all you guys through that space because yeah. we just would go after work and I was all they would go to there and Swift and um, that was a lit lounge just still open lit lit oh god uh, right. so much so many debaucherous nights there mm -hmm. and but I you know I'm, I'm super grateful for that spot because right. everyone's just kind of trying you know and and really, like, when I think about um, rejection or mm -hmm. making it, those things go hand-in-hand hand for me because some of our friends are, are like, legit-ass rock stars. Right. They're, like, big 
a big fucking deal. And yep. they, and, but to all of us, we're all a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. They just are a big deal to like a million to people. Other people. <laughs> a million people, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and um, yeah, yeah. so I'm really, you know, kind of curious into like how'd you make it? So how, what did you go through to get to to this point where you are now? Where you're like, okay, like. I've, I'm, you're fearless. Like you got the zine you put together; it's gorgeous. Thank you. you got the CD. You got like uh, five albums under your belt. And these are like relics in a way. I mean, but anyway, sorry. But they're beautiful though, Thank and you. and Thank I you. think that they're having a resurgence as well because everyone's like print is dead, and I'm like, no, it's not because who the fuck wants to read? Really, I have New York Times in my house. Like I'm Word. an adult now. And I have it on my phone, but I don't want to look at this I shit on my phone. Looking, no, I love the pop. I want to mess it. I want to, like, spread it out yes, and, like, yes. spill crumbs on smell it. Smell it. Yeah, smell it. I want to uh, see everything, see the artwork. Yes. Like, at the top there over there in my studio, um, by the by the, by the door, mm-hmm. you see that lady with the afro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's McLean so Thomas's work, and that's my friend, Den, who I started doing uh, documentary work with years ago. Okay. And I was like, girl, you're in the New York Times right now, because like, she did a painting of her. And... I wouldn't have found that on my phone, and right. I wouldn't be able to clip it out. And you wouldn't <laughs> you know? be able to even, like, notice it. You would no. just scroll right past I would have not opened up that story, yeah. so um, I think mm. it's a really special thing. The zines, that's why I was thinking, like, oh, I wanna, I've been thinking about starting a zine, just like the podcast. Like, oh, okay, I just yeah. got to wait to the like, right this moment. This is real. This is an yeah. old approach with new tools, and, like, I think uh, there was a question coming that you didn't finish, but just let me throw in real quick. I think that all of this, like, your welding and, like, all these things that you have done and what you do and, and like in sculpture and like what's going to happen is there are going to be uh, these people who for whatever reasons keep that stuff alive mm-hmm. um, car mechanics like yeah carpenters and and in the future the near future those people are going to be the new priests of our society yeah. in one way or another maybe not maybe more as a, a metaphor but the importance of the hand arts and artisans and, and think people who make and create and build and, and, and align and like coalesce. Oh, everyone else is going to be running around with their infinity box in their pocket, their mm-hmm. pocket brain. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I can't really judge it because this shit's already happening. No, it's part of it. Now you just got to figure out how to use it. But and then the, the, those of us who see other ways of spending our time. I think we really need to continue doing that stuff. Yes, I want to touch all the stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's really special to be able to hold it. Yeah. Like, to be able to hold something in your hand. When, yeah, it's when huge. you're, when now, especially, um, like you said, it's, it's considered like a relic. Mm-hmm. You know? But you're asking me how. Yeah, what'd you go through? Like, tell me, you got, you, you don't have to, uh, I well, want to do... tell me your best story. You don't have to say that, but right, just, right, right. just like you, um, I'm just curious and like maybe some things that you went to because for me, I'm just like, I see you out here creating stuff consistently right. over the years and I'm always following what you're doing and like, oh, that's so, that's so rad you're, you're creating. I just want to know like some of the stuff that you went through for me because I'm, I'm inspired by other people's stories of yeah, where yeah. they came from or things that they, well, things that they got through. Well, it's crazy because I spent a lot of time as an actor and going out on auditions. Mm-hmm. And I just recently started doing that again. You auditioned today? I had auditioned. I had, I had two. Two. I had one this morning in Long Island City, which I knew about. And then while I was at that one, I got a, a hit to do another one for voiceover in Midtown. In between, I had to get some lunch. I had to talk to you. Be like, mm-hmm. yo, let's push it back, blah, blah. So anyway. So, but, but were they both for voiceover? No, the other one was on camera. Some, okay. some weird shit. But it was a commercial or something. But like, so in that realm, 
rejection, I mean, if, if, if rejection is a problem, then there's no reason to show up and do that shit. Because 99% of the things that <laughs> yeah. I've ever showed up for on time, late, early, perfectly prepared, hungover, more shit I was hungover for, the more I got. Huh. Like, a lot of stuff I didn't think I would get, I've gotten. A lot of stuff I thought I would get, I haven't gotten. So in that world, rejection is daily, like moment to moment, minute to minute. Like right now, I'm wondering how many of the things I've done in the past three days will I be rejected yeah. on. And I know that it will be way more, if not only rejection, than booking or acceptance yeah, or being sure. paid to do this thing. Sure. So like rejection is like medicine. Yeah. It's like it should be in a dropper. Like you don't want to swim in it. No, or drowning it, but to describe it as but, but as medicine. So then, in other realms, headway is made in different ways because it's it, there's certain things you can do that are in your control. Like making music is something that's way more in my control. Sure, yeah. Than being in somebody's ad. Yeah. Know? So if I'm making music, that's where you can't reject me. Right. I can reject myself. Yeah. And that's okay. Sure. I do it all the time. Yeah. Um. But I also accept myself, mm-hmm. and that's okay. And I do that all the time. Yeah, you have to. And so the things I think the reason I can take the rejection of like showing up for some ad or voiceover and not getting it, and not getting it, and not getting it, and then like way down the line or way long time ago, there's a pop, a blip of of whatever, you know, booking it or whatever. Mm-hmm. In the meanwhile, I'm doing shit that I control, that yeah. I create that that's coming out of me often without my even trying to summon it up and I'm one of them corny ass motherfuckers who definitely feels often and I have felt many times way more like a conduit yeah than a uh, generator sure you know some kind of like mitochondria kind of shit going on like shit is coming through you're just here doing it let it out yeah and letting it out and then controlling that and then that I think can balance the rejection, the, the yeah. rejection of, rom- of of romantic life or rejection in, in professional things that you can't control is, I don't know, finding the space that, or creating the space where um, rejection can come only after the process has been worked out. Right. It doesn't preclude the process. So I think the process is maybe where I find my balance. Well, yeah, because it is, is, rejection is part of the process. For sure, yeah. for sure. I had and, to learn that, like... And it's, like, immediate yeah. in certain things, and it's later on in other things. Yeah. Like, if I'm working on a song, that moment, that fulfillment, that experience is one thing. Whether or not I play it for somebody at all, or whether or not I do that and then they like it or not, is secondary. It's very important, but it's secondary. Because, like, I've been a journalist. I write journals my whole life. Because what I realized when I was a kid is, like, if I don't write journals, I get stuck in, like, a loop of thought. Huh. And, like, I would keep thinking about the same thing or keep, like, mulling over the same thing. And as a kid, I was, like, in order to move on, like, my mother gave me a journal at a young age. And I just was, like, write down what I was thinking about. And then all of a sudden, I was free from that thought. <laughs> yeah, that's that's amazing. And, I never thought about that. And then I moved, could move on to something else. It's it exists and it's physical. It's like and I can go back to it. Yeah, like I don't have to worry about that. Uh-huh. But I've lost, like I lost all my journals too. So it's a whole. That's oh, a whole that other story. Yeah, I got like all the, the stack of books over there. Those yeah. are all my notepads. Right, and yeah. the only way I could deal with having lost shit 
when it, when that did happen yeah. in my early twenties, was to get a friend gave me a journal and was like, "Well, you got to write about Start what over. happened." Yeah. And I was like, you in might tears. not mean that you maybe those things you had to get out and, and you don't need them anymore or something. I just have maybe to, somebody's yeah. reading them <laughs> very easily. Yeah. Like it could be someone. If, I mean, I almost went with my dad to the dump to try and trace. Oh, they were thrown out. They were thrown out. Oh shit! That's a whole. I, I, that's a whole thing. That was crazy. Yeah. I was, that was. I was in my mid, my early twenties. Uh-huh. I left him. Someone else's storage space. That person was not responsible. Oh, fuck. They ended up pissing off the landlord of whatever that space was, and that per- the landlord got rid of what they thought was my friend's stuff, but it was my stuff. It was my like most treasured, fuck. like photographs. You like college. put it to the side. You're like it's stored. I'm not gonna yeah. like have it in my Organized. apartment. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But that was like that was twenty something years ago. So. Yeah. Really. You don't look 20, that old. That was in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. OLD. Um, you don't look like it. You look well, good. Thank you. I feel good. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah. So the journal thing, too, helps. Or has helped. Yeah. And so, like, free your mind from that one thought by capturing it on paper, writing it down, or drawing it, sketching it, whatever, and letting that go. And then it, I, that's, how I, that's how I made space in what I can refer to in a way that I never would have thought of 20 years ago, but like my internal hard drive space mm-hmm. in my brain needs these fucking, my, my external drives are my journals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just That's to, cool. to, you know. What you're doing is super tangible. It's like you're creating sound, you're using sound and art, but you're creating these things that actually exist. I love that very much. Thank you, you much. Thank you much. I'm trying to like bring things to their full fruition. Have you got any pushback from from doing these? Yeah, I mean, you know, the the, the few people who I've been able to, to share them with tend to respond well, sure, positively for the most part. Yeah, like I'm I'm also like not the guy who knows how to market shit, so that's that's coming. That's that's the, you know the newer frontiers and lessons are. You gonna take a class? I'm gonna. I, I probably should. I need to. I need to take a class, but I need to meet somebody in that class. To then help me do the shit. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how I've been thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You but, will. Yeah, yeah. And I, I definitely have learned to through directing and stuff too, like and, and being in a band where I'm the leader and the, or, or coming up with the stuff. Like learned the necessity of trusting and finding other people to work with, mm-hmm. which as an only child wasn't the easiest thing to to, to figure out. Right. Yeah, like, I have two sisters. And I have a brother, and I have a sister. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, we got a gang. I have way younger half siblings who I consider my siblings, but we didn't grow up together. Mm-hmm. They're eleven and fourteen years younger. Jared, Alexa, what up? Um, love y'all. But I can drink Karen Hollis and Nikki. See, but I didn't grow up with them like on a day to day basis. So there's a lot of my personality. I realize is basically because I spent so much time in my own head. Yeah, not being able to blame anybody for anything. Cleaning up after myself, writing them a journal, letting have somebody <laughs> yeah. to be like just just chatting with. I chat with my mom's, but on the level of the shit that I was going in my journal, yeah, my friends and my cousins were like my siblings. But at the end of the day, when you're like there in the crib alone, it, it, it definitely plays a role later on. That was an external hard drive. I love that. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I we, I grew up with my sisters. Like, mm. We grew up together. We're, I mean, Kara lives here. We got you know, my niece and stuff out here. Right. Like, she, we were close. 
right. went to see Spider-Man yesterday. And yeah. It, and, right. And then you get minute, moment-to-moment feedback yeah. where I was like... She keeps me going. Like, she, yeah. like my actually, my youngest sister, I would say, is a, the most wise out of us. Kendra's going to be mad. Don't be mad. But, yeah. but she is. Mm-hmm. And, she, and there was a moment where, like, you know, stopped bartending. And I was like, okay, I don't want to teach. And then... Um, you know, I talk to my mom, and she's mm-hmm. concerned. Like, what you gonna do? Like, girl, you broke. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I know that I can't do that. And I know that I'm trying to do these things over here. And in yeah. order to do them, you just gotta go and do them and start right. them and not really care. And my youngest sister was really, like, she said to me, um, I was in L.A. like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I'm working on a travel show and, like, doing all this shit that I've been trying to do, even this, what we're doing now. And I was, like, wow, stressed. I'm like, oh, no, and I'm getting, hearing these other inputs that aren't really just saying go for it. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, but you should maybe, and could you maybe, and you could pick up a bar shift, and you can teach, and right, I'm like, right, right. fuck that noise, and Kira says to me, girl, you know what you're doing already. Keep going. You're doing a good job. You know what you're doing already, and I was just like, oh, right. Wait a minute. Right. No, you're right. I actually do know what the fuck I'm doing, and yeah, thank you, and, and that was kind of it, and so... And she's the youngest one out of all of us. But she's really wise. She's a really wise girl. And so um, I never thought about not having those voices. Mm. And talking to my sisters, they're really, like, my best friends. Yeah. I mean, my mom and I are tight and have always been. Like, no, no, I don't, I don't mean any way to detract from that. No, sure, In terms yeah. of a contemporary, it, it's a, there's a, a brain the same yeah. age as yours. That went through the same things you went in through. In the moment with you. It's, yeah. yeah. They, like, know you. Yeah. And yeah. all your bullshit. Exactly. We used to fight like, uh, like anime, man. I swear to God. Like, we used to fight like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Like, we would be, <laughs> I remember I threw a, um, a blockbuster video cassette or VHS at mm-hmm. my sister. Like, I threw that shit at hit her. Like a Chinese star? She, yes. She I literally. Yeah, it's a throwing star. Well, it was a non-denominational star. Well, it was a non-denominational star. It was an Asian star. It once... Oh my God. I <laughs> we were like in Detroit. We were going to my grandmother's house. And I think Kira was living in Minnesota. And I was, mm-hmm. me and Kendra were like best friends, but we fucking would fight. And I don't know what I did to her. I think, I think I spit gum at her or something like rude. And she turned around, like punched me in the eye. And you know how you get punched and you think it might blow up. Like I remember her mm-hmm. hitting me and I was like, Oh, <laughs> like <laughs> she's younger than me. I was like, Oh, this is, that's gonna bruise, you know, right. and like walking in the right. house and it was like hot. Like, I was so hot, and I, was, yep. and I don't think I was like sixteen. Like stars. Oh yeah, little, you know. So sparkle. We, we fought, you know, but now yeah. we're all very close, and we fight still, but we don't fight physically. We just like, mm-hmm. um, we argue, but it's like in a very positive way because my father, we, he raised us, and my grandparents, and my mom was around. But my dad was the one that raised mm-hmm. us, and um, he made us have family meetings every week where it was like we had to sit down and be uncomfortable and sit with each other and so, what happened this beef, week it was yeah and no one had beef so now That's we brilliant. we get into it but it's like we have to get into it because just those things are coming out That's and we're being brilliant. honest yeah and then we get through it so it might be like ah but hey girl you get in my fucking rah. and then it's just this 30 minute thing our friend Nicole she'd be there she's just like oh my god can y'all oh, shut the fuck I should up? do that with my wife man yeah family meetings that shit works. We like, Laura, we're going to do a family meeting every... What's up, Laura? Um, yeah, it's, it was good. So we, we definitely, having my sisters 
was cool because mm-hmm. they just they know me they know me they're like girl you just weird like whatever but you we we we're allowed to do that so I do yeah. come from a family that you know they're really kind and, and they're very diverse all types of people but mm-hmm. they they they're like okay just do just do, do you. you do you you know so they I, I'm really happy for that um That's awesome. I'm gonna wrap it up uh yeah, I know you got to go and be busy and stuff, and you're going to go DJ and stuff tonight. Oh, yeah, 7.15. I got to go back to Brooklyn, get my records, and go DJ. Hustle, man. Oh, shit. Yeah, I got to be there at 9. So, But, yo, we got to do some other, uh, we got to, we got to, like, come back around, because. Yeah, come back anytime. Yeah, yeah. Come some, to the studio. I got more questions for you. Yeah, I love talking. I'll answer all your questions. That's what's up. Yeah. So we'll 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 have you back for sure. I'm down. Yeah, and um. Because I ain't even tell you all the shit I'm doing, and I ain't even gonna try. Well, just how about this? Like, um, I'll, yeah, it's yeah. too much. It's a lot. Well, cause do you have anything coming up that you want to plug? I'm just a pain in the ass that way. Uh, That's well, cool. I'm just DJing a lot. Nah, just stay tuned for Oyasaba. Just listen for Oyasaba. We're gonna be in a bus one of these days very soon. I would say early 2020, because I have a whole event thing where I have these videos that I call a polemic series, and then I want to have a conversation with the people who happen to come and see that sharing moment, and then we play the music from the new album, which is to dance and let go. Okay, great. So I want to stir up some shit, I want to talk about it, and then I want to let it go. Okay, and I want that like to be, <laughs> Yeah. I want that to be the event that I'm traveling around with, mm-hmm. selling my merch and, and, and sharing my perspective. Will you spell Oyasaba? And collecting. But a fam? O Y A S as in Sam A B as in boy A Oyasaba. Very nice. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on and sitting with me, Thank hanging you. out in my studio with me. This is hype. I'm very psyched. Thank you very much. I'm really I'm blessed, happy. humbled, and strengthened by this. Awesome. Me too. I feel very um, like ready to go and make stuff. I'm so yeah. excited. Me We're too. We're gonna do a zine. Yeah, let's do. Like, I want to talk about that. We'll talk about that. We'll figure out all yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Right. And um, so thanks for sitting here. You fucking reject. Thank you, you fucking reject. <laughs> yeah, oh, all day. P auto. P auto. No, 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 no,
Sure. So like rejection is like medicine. Yeah. It's like it should be in a dropper. Like you don't want to swim in it no, or don't. drown in it, but you got to be able to like take your dose like every <laughs> yeah. day. Headway is made in different ways because it's, it, there's certain things you can do that are in your control. Like making music is something that's way more in my control sure, yeah. than being in somebody's ad. Yeah. Know? So if I'm making music, that's where you can't reject me. Right. I can reject myself. Yeah. And that's okay. Sure. I do it all the time. Yeah. Um, but I also accept myself. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And I do that all the time. Yeah, you have to. Sure. So, like, rejection is, like, medicine. Yeah. It's, like, it should be in a dropper. Like, you don't want to swim in it no, or don't. drown in it, but you got to be able to, like, take your dose, like, every <laughs> yeah. day. Headway is made in different ways because it's, it, there's certain things you can do that are in your control. Like, making music is something that's way more in my control sure, yeah. than being in somebody's ad. Yeah. Know? So, if I'm making music, that's where you can't reject me. Right. I can reject myself. Yeah. And that's okay. Sure. I do it all the time. Yeah. Um, but I also accept myself. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And I do that all the time. Yeah, you have to.